0: When you start your business, I think one of the first things you should do is to decide what is it that I really enjoy doing and what am I good at, and I want to do those things. And I want to outsource the other stuff. For, for me, I know you as well, email marketing is one of those things. Like I would, lo- I feel like I had my arm chopped off if I had to get somebody else to do my email marketing.
1: Yeah, but there is a point at which even when, when, they, when some agencies or some email marketing businesses or businesses who rely on email marketing, I should say, end up outsourcing their email marketing or to an agency, or get building a team who have to run your email marketing. So that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. But before we do, please welcome the man who actually invented a way of inducing hypnosis. It's hypnotist Robert
0: Temple. And the man who says that he hates Friends, the TV show, but he laughs every time you make a joke from Friends. It's the mind reader, Kennedy. Pivot! Robin King.
1: when you invented that um, seesaw technique of inducing hypnosis?
0: 19.
1: you know what everybody else was doing when they were 19 years
0: old? Not that. They're inducing something else. That's K for Kennedy. E for Energy. Is that a Phoebe joke? It's a Phoebe joke, yeah. thank you hello this is rob and kennedy hello the email marketing heroes welcome to our fellow
1: email marketing heroes welcome to the show welcome back in the week how lovely to be here to be sat mm. uh, next to your ear
0: so uh, it was last year sometime we were having a conversation with a pal of ours john mulry and we we're talking yes. about the fact that he runs uh, an email marketing agency it's one of his mm. businesses actually doing emails for people and this was at the time a fairly new concept to us we were like you do
1: what yeah
0: do email marketing for people What's that? And we were like, but like how? Like instantly, my mind was filled with questions about how you could have somebody else do your email marketing for you. And it's just alien to us, isn't it? It's one of those things you don't know what you don't know. We didn't know that that was a thing people did. Uh, no, I thought, it's it's a bit like I've tried to outsource my social media before.
1: Like I've tried to get other people to come up with witty or interesting stuff. And actually, we've discovered that content. The concept of content, at least at our phase of business, which is still fairly early, has to come from us. So we've now moved things around where we come up with all the content. And yes, we might put that i mean, for, for a huge part of it. We put that into a Google document and then that goes over to Grace and, and and other people to create design and stuff like that off the back of it. But the voice and the tone has to come from us. That's the same with email. I don't think there's... We did, have, we did have Grace
0: doing some of the email at some point, but she doesn't do any of it now. It's all us now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I think one of the first big questions to ask here, and it sounds really obvious, but it has to just be said, is are you any good at email marketing? And if you're not, do you want to be? And if not, then that's a big clue in the right direction. I've actually. just noticed
1: our list of numbers. Just drop off, drop off there. I think, oh, Our viewership just, everyone just hung up.
0: (laughs) So for me personally, I love, and I'm not just saying this because we host this show and we sell email marketing products and stuff. I love writing emails. Well, that's the reason we started the show is because we're already good at it. Right. And we already like it. Exactly. And so it may be that you just naturally really like writing and that becomes a thing and you want to keep doing it forever. And if that's the case, especially if you're as a coach, consultant, info product creator, course creator, that kind of thing. If you're like the expert face of your business, then actually I think it's perfectly okay for the rest of forever for you to be writing those emails. There'll be other stuff you don't do. Like you probably don't schedule your own Instagram stuff, and you might not always be... You, you might know, not actually go in and open up your
1: Infusionsoft and schedule the emails themselves, but you you will be right. You, if, you, if you're if you good at
0: it, you should be writing the email in a document. Now, actually, that's the first big step Here is Obviously, we're talking here about who does your email marketing and stuff. What the hell is email marketing? Let's just realise that does divide into a couple of sections. You might be forever more writing the actual emails, but actually writing them into... A text document sure. and then just all a Google Drive and just uploading that somewhere and then you have your team whip in and they copy and paste it out and put it into or an your email marketing. team platform.
1: or a personage, yes
0: so let's just realize that actually who does your email marketing well it may be done by different bits you might write it get some other people to send it you might get somebody else to write it and then you go in and polish you don't it have to write bit.
1: the theme tune and sing the theme tune
0: that's a British sitcom reference we've had friends and little Britain in
1: here good just i'm just getting you know bringing the uh, bringing the two continents together
0: exactly so, so when it comes to outsourcing your email marketing the first big question is do i like because i think as the owner of your business the, the director of your business you are everything aren't you you're in charge of marketing and you're in charge of finance and you're in charge of hr for yourself and you're in charge of all those things but you have to realize that actually You need to focus your attention on the things that make the money in the business. And I think it's a bit like the 80-20 rule. Most businesses get a bit lost when they spend 80% of their time focused on the things that make 20% of the money. We've definitely been guilty of that in the past. And you have to just like remind yourself every now and then, don't you? Snap that elastic band on your wrist every time you find yourself doing something that's uh, not productive and not making money. Whereas email marketing... Should always be one of the major drivers of sales in your business, like right. by a, a mile, mm-hmm. and therefore it's always important enough that you could and should be doing it. But only if you are good at it and enjoy it, and or are
1: getting better at it, yeah, and you realise good it's at it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if you would to outsource one element of your email marketing first, like if you're sort of getting a, fun, a foundational thing, you're doing everything right now. Like Gerber talks about in the E Myth, you start off by doing bloody everything. What's the first thing in the world of email marketing you would out, you, you would recommend somebody outsources?
0: One bit of email marketing I have outsourced is the building of complicated campaigns that yeah. were... So, so I use Infusionsoft for one of my businesses, and I wanted somebody who was a real expert, not in email marketing and in campaigning, but in Infusionsoft specifically, to go in and figure out the best way of making that work. Point uh, Case in point, point in case, I was going to say, case in point is the sequence of emails that goes out to members of my membership program when their billing fails. Yes, you that had a pro come in and that. was sufficiently up. complicated that I got a pal of ours in who does it for a living, paid him some money and he came in and just built the damn thing. I don't even know how it works. Like I look at it and I'm I'm sort of like, well, I don't quite actually know how those bits fit together. Mm-hmm. And I'm quite clued up with email, obviously. So I looked at, not obviously, I'm quite clued up with email. So I looked at that <laughs> and I, wa- obviously, actually. I, I wanted to hand that piece out to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So that's one really good place, actually, one one bit of your email marketing that you may want to outsource on day one is how do the I make sure stuff. that there's nothing falling through the cracks there just because I've misunderstood what that function of my email will do? So it
1: could be a technical thing. It could be something to do with an interface or the particular piece of technology that you're using,
0: right? Equally, you might find that actually what you've got in a system like HubSpot or Infusionsoft or Ontraport probably or ActiveCampaign is you've got a bunch of campaigns or sequences or automations, so pre-built stuff that's working all the time. Line, where actually you've got a sequence that's applying a tag and because you're not looking at the bigger picture, that tag is kicking off a tag that triggers something else further in the line and suddenly people are getting emails about stuff they shouldn't be getting about because you've got those things linked by this one tag. I've been in that situation before. And again, by getting a professional just to come in and have a look at it, they've, they're very good at taking a bird's eye view of what all of your campaigns are doing collectively and tidying that up. I think that's super important.
1: And what about strategy? I mean, I think one of the things I, I really like is email strategy. Yes, I really enjoy the creativity of the writing of emails. I do enjoy that. But I really enjoy looking at how things actually fit together. So I think that's something that needs to be led from you as the person who has the overview of the entire business. So... I don't, I don't think you can abdicate any of it, but I think you can certainly outsource technical stuff like putting the email into the email marketing platform, scheduling it, and building the campaigns. But in terms of what should be happening across the entire business, again, that needs to be led by you with experts sort of chipping in together probably.
0: So one of the things we do, because we've done consultancy work, we do some consultancy work for for clients where we'll help them build out things like their revival sequence to wake up dead subscribers and all those kind of things. But one of the things we'll always do is we will give them the sort of inspiration they need to write the emails. So let's imagine we've got a revival sequence and for this particular client, it's got, I don't know, seven emails in it. Just plucking the number out of the air because that's what we think it's going to need to do all the bits. We'll put those emails into place within their... Infusionsoft, MailChimp, ActiveCampaign, whatever. But inside those emails will just be the notes about what they need to write because ultimately we want it to be their voice. We're not an email marketing agency by any means. We haven't got the skill, I suppose. We haven't haven't gone as far as working out, okay, how do we understand how to speak like that person? Because that's not what we want to do. Email marketing agencies can do that and will do that and offer to do that. That's fine. For us though, we think that the email should come from you as the expert and the face of your business, which is why we do it that way. So I think one of the things to focus on is when you're looking at outsourcing any of this stuff is to figure out, okay, great, what are the bits that are actually going to definitely work better than when they come from me? Like I said, we've never really found a social media agency who were able to do match our, our tone and, and do no. our voice well. No. The, the content always felt slightly off. So, whereas what we have found is social media agencies do a really good job of making sure that our content gets engagement and that the, the it's got the right hashtags right. and all the sort of technical bits of it. But the way you think about in terms of writing your own stuff,
1: I think for any of us is if you're already good at something, let's say you're already really brilliant at LinkedIn engagement posts or Twitter or one of the social platforms. It's the same skill at writing engaging posts on a social media platform as it is writing engaging, interesting stuff in an email. Use the same skill. And it's all about skill transference. Like, what do you? If you're really good at giving presentations or talking or doing online talks or teleseminars, if you think it's two thousand and one, if if you if you're good at any of those things, use that exact thing. So maybe you're not very good at writing, but you're good at talking. We've got a a few friends who they record voice notes into things like Evernote and other other sort of things, and that goes to a virtual assistant or whoever, an outsourced agency, and they transcribe that and just tidy it up a little bit. But they can get your tone, they can find your turns of phrase, the words you would use, and your mood that day. And that's really important because people are saying to us, well, which version of me? Like, how do I get myself across an email? The problem is there's not only one version of yourself. There's different parts of me. There's the bit of me that I am. I'm, I'm. Look at yourself. Like you're different around your parents, to what you're like at home with your partner, and you're different again to when you're maybe at a business meeting or a meeting with the bank. There's different versions of us, and. You have to realise that on different days, you wake up with a different thing that's driving you. You might have a day where you're feeling less confident. You might have a a day where you're feeling super confident. You might have a day when you're quite funny. You might have a day when you're feeling just a little bit glum. Every single day, you have a different emotion, a different, uh, different frame, a different, I don't know, whatever. And... I think that needs to come across in the emails as well. And that's only gonna come across and see and people let people see you as a three-dimensional person if they see that. So if they get an email from me, from me today, they'll have had a quite an inspirational email because that's that's the sort of tone that I'm feeling today. Whereas tomorrow I might be feeling really funny, so it might be a really quirky, outlandish kind of tone. And the idea is that day on, day on day, they get to find the three dimensions of you. And that becomes really difficult, I think, when you have an agency doing it, because even if it's a single point of contact who is your copywriter at the agency or outsourced person, getting, getting that person in that zone where they can show a three dimensions of you is very difficult.
0: And you don't have to worry if you're not the world's greatest writer. You know, maybe your spelling and grammar's not great. That's fine. If that's you, if people met you at a live event and you talked to them and they could understand that actually when they see your emails and they're not brilliantly written, that is okay. As long as the message gets across. I know a couple of marketers who, by their own admission, are terrible at writing. They don't understand, you know, they're, they're mixing tenses and like, you know, ho- horrendous writers. But their emails get really great responses because it's so authentically them when people receive those emails right so don't take the excuse of i'm a terrible writer and therefore i'm going to get somebody else to nope. do this for me that's fine you can do it anyway it's interesting this episode's probably taken a slightly different angle from what we thought which was to talk quite fairly about the idea of outsourcing and not outsourcing we've actually come out of it with the kind of viewpoint actually we both think you should probably write your emails yourself
1: i think so yeah i mean there is probably a point where you i mean how, i'm trying to think when would be a point or a situation where i would say outsource your email marketing i suppose if you are not doing any and you have the kind of you you kind of are going like this from the start i'm just thinking
0: how do you stop procrastinating? It might be get somebody else to do it. Exactly. Right.
1: Exactly. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. Thanks for finding the words for that. Yeah. So yeah, if you're like, well, I'm just not going to do it because of this and because of that. And I've got all these reasons, excuses. I've got all these different reasons I'm giving myself to not do the thing. And damn it. The thing is, email marketing is the highest return activity you can do in your business. So find somebody else to do it because doing it poorly is way better than not doing it at all.
0: I mean, collectively, we probably spend, I don't know, an hour maximum, half an hour to an hour each a day writing and sending emails across everything that we do online. And that is 100% one of the biggest return on investment activities that we do. By miles. So if you're... If your like dream is to have this lifestyle lovely business where you've got a bunch of customers who pay you for your online products and services and you've maybe got a membership site and maybe a coaching program, you're gonna spend a whole bunch of time doing the delivery of the content. So, you know, doing a webinar or creating content for your membership program or writing the next ebook. Actually, that's the stuff that you are that, thats the stuff you are doing to fulfill the sales that you're making by email. But the email is super important in order to fuel those sales. So I think it's as important that you are doing your email. And the truth is, half an hour a day, an hour a day tops to generate all of the revenue that you're going to make in your business. You know, if you're going to make a couple hundred thousand dollars over the next year with your email marketing, then you want to make sure that you are focused on spending some time doing that. And I, I think it's definitely worth doing it yourself. I totally agree. And the more you do it, the better you'll get as well.
1: Yeah, 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 totally. Just go, just want to just recap on that whole 80-20 rule that you brought up earlier. And that is, we spend 20% of the time doing that email. And that makes us 80, I mean, probably more than 80% of our income. It's probably
0: more like 90-10 or 95-5. It is, it
1: is, it yeah. is for us. Okay, shall we head into our listeners' question of Let's the week? do it. Let's do it. Hi, Robin Kennedy Um, It's making here um, from making tea on all the socials. And my question to you is I have been avoiding um, starting an email list for years, imposter syndrome and all that nonsense. Um, But of course, over the years, I've realised that is ridiculous. I do have a lot to offer. So how would I even start? I look forward to hearing from you soon. Crack and question them there from making. And that came in through a new platform, which was
0: fun. People can do that, can't they? They can. You can Instagram voice message us a question.
1: You could do that, uh, which we've never done before, but we've uh, we found we can do that. So if that's better for you, or you can, of course, go over to the show.com and hit record on the special recorder over there. Anyway, how do
0: you get started. Well, before you do that, we need to ask.
1: What would Julie Andrews do?
0: Saved your bacon there, son, because you didn't press the button. I almost didn't press the Julie button. So I think the first thing is to realize you've come up with a great realization they're making, of course, which is that you have a ton to share. And everyone else listening to this, you have a ton of stuff to share as well. And you're probably already sharing it in other places. So what if I told you that with just one low, low payment of something a month, you would be able to take that message and share it with more people? You can do that by building a list. So the first step to answer the question is, obviously, pick yourself an email marketing platform and start with something that's simple. You don't need to go out for anything that's enormously expensive or hundreds of dollars a month, something like ConvertKit or ActiveCampaign, one of the sort of cheaper email marketing platforms, and then decide if I wanted to give somebody one really, really swift introduction to me and I could share something with them that only I can share about my topic, what would that thing be? And then create yourself a simple little lead magnet, a a subscriber magnet, pop it up there on that thing and then tell the people you're already talking to about that thing. Tell those people if you'd like to hear more from me with more amazing stuff about the stuff that I'm already telling you about, Go and pop your name and email address in over here.
1: One of the things that making is amazing at is her. She's all about. She's the FOMO creator. She goes to events and creates this fear of missing out. And other people want to know that information. So creating a lead magnet for that. I don't know anybody else who's in that marketplace. So that's the easiest lead magnet or subscriber magnet that I've ever heard of. So. Give them like the top five ways or the top five things they can be doing to create the fear of missing out in their business. Get people onto the list and then every week, at least once a week, email them with new tips of the things you've been doing. Tell stories about what you've been doing in the last week or the last few days since you last emailed them and then link that to a simple business lesson that they can go and use, which means you never, ever run out of content Of things to talk about because you're just talking about things that have happened to you or happening
0: in the world and because you're talking about this stuff elsewhere anyway just repositioning it and shifting it across to an email list as well is so so easy
1: that's the answer to May king's question in just two minutes how delightful Bloody nailed it. Bloody nailed it. Remember, you can submit your questions either. Drop us a voice message on Instagram, which you can find at Rob and Kennedy, or you can go to theemailmarketingshow.com and leave us a voice message through that. That's a couple of ways you can do it. Okay, awesome. By the way, if you want to get the show notes on this episode, you're going to go where, Robert?
0: Just head over to theemailmarketingshow.com forward slash who. (laughs) H-W-H-O. <laughs> H-O. H-O-O. <laughs> which which we, we th- might put it at H <laughs> as well just for a laugh It's the email dot com forward slash W for who H for Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, fa- fa- oh, oh, dear! <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so I think it's—I think you've got this week's subject, subject line
0: of the week. week. Subject line, line of the, of the week. week.
1: We've got a great subject line of the week this week. Shall we go for mine, or shall we go? Let's for go for yours? yours.
0: Are you sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let you go for yours.
1: Thank you, mate I appreciate it because I'm clicking around to find out where the heck I put it. So, if you were, by the way, if anybody else has to got to a subject line of the week, and uh, that'll be really, really good. So, the one I'm gonna go with is the one is this one here i think which is from our pal wilco de Cry. is that did I say his name correctly yeah good hurrah um our pal how do you pronounce his name well i just i know i know his wilco i mean i, I don't we know all my it. friends bloody surnames oh wilco hello robert temple how are you robert temple <laughs> are you okay robert temple uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, so Wilco's got a cracking email subject line, which was, I like this one, it's called, a sneak peek into the challenge, question mark. So Wilco has been running a uh, a challenge about getting people in to participate in a fixed-term outcome event, which gets people all excited when no challenges are very, very effective. And he's obviously been pushing that pretty hard, but rather than just giving up when the challenge is almost over, he's sort of showing people inside of what that challenge is going to be. So obviously from this email, I've not registered for the challenge. So he's going to allow me to take a look inside of the challenge without having to register for it. And I know all of that without even, an open, even opening that email.
0: One of the things we talk about a lot is all of the different ways that you can email your list from different angles about the same thing. And one of those things that we talk about is here's a little review video inside the members area. Here's a little look behind the curtain. And that's exactly what this is. So that's super, super powerful. If you've got like, like at some point, uh, if you haven't joined the league yet, our membership site, we'll be sending you an email probably where we'll have a little video that shows you what you can expect to see once you get inside of the league, because that's a really good way to create fear of missing out. Like people get to see what they currently don't have. Nicely. Linked. Nicely linked. And so, yeah, really, really cool. A sneak peek into the whatever it is. Whatever that you're gonna it's going to be.
1: Yeah, I love that. Subject line of the
0: week. Subject line of the week. That brings Rob, us to the uh, end of this oh, episode. It does. Sorry. I was and gonna we're going to talk over Yeah, that's
1: really professional, isn't it? I was what gonna were you going to say?
0: What I was going to say is, Rob... You're going you to talk to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Every time I talk, you talk over, over the top. <laughs> so,
0: it's getting silly now. Yeah.
1: So, uh, we were nearly on time there, and now because of all this buggering about, we're frigging loads of time over time. And like, oh, anyway. Um, Rob did mention uh, The League earlier on. If you're not a member and you would like to see what it's all about, you can go and check out all the information about The League of Extraordinary Email Marketers. And that's over at emailmarketingheroes.com slash League.
0: Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to go and subscribe so you get future episodes. You can do that, of course, on your favourite podcast player. And while you're there, just scroll down, and leave us a little rating, a little review. Let us know what you thought. We might even start giving some people some shout-outs for leaving. Oh, we reviews. could do That's that, couldn't we? could we? do that, couldn't yeah, we?
1: Okay, that'd be pretty really nice. Anyway, we're back next week with another fantastic guest. Say goodbye, Robert. Bye, Robert. <laughs> you up for that joke, mate? And you absolutely knocked it. I forgot.